0: Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio, with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing.
1: Then they shall be my people. And I will be their God. David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. Then they shall dwell in the land that I've given to Jacob, my servant, where your fathers dwelt. And they shall dwell there, they, their children, their children's children, forever.
0: Chances are you've heard the claim that God is done with Israel. Well, all one has to do to realize that this claim is patently false is to take a look at the book of Ezekiel. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the passages in Ezekiel that promise a restored relationship between God and his chosen people. Now let's join Pastor Robert for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as he continues his message, Ezekiel.
1: Prophesies to the bones they start to connect to each other which tells us what well they were disconnected and now they become skeletons and they're they clicking together and you're seeing all this and he's watching as the the sinews the muscle and the ligaments and 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 the, the skin wraps around it but they're still just now not dead bones but now they're dead bodies Ephesians chapter 2, the first part, I'm not going to read it, but it it tells us, Paul, writing to the Ephesians, he speaks of us as being dead prior to the Spirit of God giving us life. We're dead in our trespasses and sins, right? Spiritually, we're dead. He's saying to Israel, "You're, you're dead, but I'm going to make you alive. It's a promise of salvation, once again, to the nation, to the people, of Israel. He says, I'm going to put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and performed it, says the Lord. Now, the process is begun, but as we'll see before we're finished, what he he promises in, in Ezekiel is that every Jew will be in Israel, and every Jew will be made alive by the Spirit of God, which tells us that they'll be in Christ at that point because it it doesn't happen without without Jesus. Again, verse 15, again, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, As for you, son of man, take a stick for yourself and ride on it. For Judah and for the children of Israel, as companions, then take another stick and ride on it. For Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel his companions then join them one to another for yourself into one stick they'll become one in your hand and when the children of your people speak to you saying will you not show us what you mean by these what's 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 up with the sticks say to them thus says the Lord God surely I'll take the stick of Joseph which is in the hand of Ephraim and the tribes of Israel his companions and I will join them with it, with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they will be one in my hand. And the sticks on which you write will be in your hand before their eyes. Then say to them, thus says the Lord God, surely I'll take the children of Israel from among the nations, wherever they've gone, and I'll gather them from every side and bring them into their own land. And I will make them one nation in the land, on the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king over them. They shall no longer be two nations, nor shall they ever be divided into two kingdoms again. They shall not defile themselves anymore with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions, but I will deliver them from all their dwelling places in which they've sinned, and will cleanse them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd, They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. Then they shall dwell in the land that I've given to Jacob, my servant, where your father's dwelt. And they shall dwell there, they, their children, their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I'll make a covenant of peace with them and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them. I will establish them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in their midst forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Indeed, I will be their God and they shall be my people. The nations also will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. Do you see what God is promising to them here? I mean, he's it, it's, a, it's a clear thing when the people of Israel were scattered, they, they had been divided into two. And you, you had the the Southern Kingdom, which was Judah where Jerusalem is, and then the northern kingdom was referred to as Israel and the capital was Samaria but they' been they'd been divided with two separate kings, two separate kingdoms and and God says that's not going to be the case anymore. When I bring you back you're gonna be you're going to be one nation. When I bring you back, David is going to be your king. You see that there's been a process started, but God says, David is going to be your king. It's an interesting thing to consider, you know when when the, the rapture happens, the church is taken out, and, and I believe it's going to be at the beginning of that seven year period of tribulation. And, and then at the three and a half year mark, more or less, when Antichrist demands to be worshiped, and he violates the peace that um, that he has ratified the peace treaty. At that point and, and um he changes the rules, changes the rules of the game on them and and so forth, and everything goes goes nuts for three and a half years. All hell breaks loose quite literally because Satan himself takes possession of this man known as the Antichrist, and it's it's um, you have the the horrors of what is it, Revelation eight through sixteen. But you have At the end of that period, the Bible says Jesus is bringing us back with him to planet earth, and he's going to establish his kingdom and the the worldwide capital of which will be Jerusalem. And I love what one of the commentators suggested. He's like, you know, Jesus, the Bible says, is going to sit on the throne of David and literally rule the world from Jerusalem. But quite possibly, from the the way this is worded, David himself, because he's coming back with us too, you know, will be like a vice regent or prime minister. He will govern Israel. It's an interesting thing to consider, but he says it'll be, at that point, it'll be forever. Now for for chapter 38, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, set your face against Gog. G-O-G, of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togarma from the far north, and all its troops, many people, are with you. Prepare yourself and be ready. You and all your companies that are gathered about you and be a guard for them. After many days you will be visited and the latter years you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend coming like a storm covering the land like a cloud. You and all your troops and many people's with you now there's a whole bunch of names here that some some of them are familiar some of them are not as familiar and all kinds of questions come up gog and i i saw different definitions for the for the word it, it like one of the definitions that i saw is that God, gog g o g means mountain another one was it it kind of a indicated that it's a euphemism for dictator the, the the man on top of the mountain the top man and and that seems to be what's being implied here because he's referred to as a ruler when you see prince quite often the the, the idea is is ruler it's not necessarily thinking in terms of a monarchy it's thinking more in terms of power position uh, of power authority
0: Tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse by verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how MainThing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.